0: We are here. I'm excited. Super hard and really intense. We made a couple of little mistakes. The navigation was always
1: quite tricky. The more fun that I have, the faster I go. A
0: lot of sand on the menu. I face planted the navigation screen. It was a surprise also for me. Huge rocks and
1: stones. For sure some of the scariest driving I've ever done.
2: To the 2022 Dakar Rally, the toughest motorsport rally on the planet.
3: Oh, that was not a good one. Not a good one.
2: <laughs> Dunes, deep sand, mountains and navigation. The first true test of this year's Dakar Rally. Stage 1B, loop stage, Hail to Hail.
4: This is completely a new generation of cars.
2: Audi are here and they're breaking boundaries. The all new electric powered RSQ e Tron.
5: We accelerate, we have just electric power, and it's really incredible. Especially the, the torque,
6: power, and response.
2: Sam Sunderland.
7: First
4: day of Dakar, and um, they definitely threw us in the deep end. The navigation was super, yeah, was super hard. Yeah, it was, was quite a tough first day.
2: In the bike category, Daniel Sanders, who won the prologue, opted to start the stage 15th today. His start position paid off.
0: We uh, got into a nice rhythm at the start. Just to, for the first 200Ks, It was a lot of little tricky navigation stuff, so it was really important to. To start a really good rhythm and, and good feeling on the bike.
7: I was going really good. I had a really good rhythm and uh, good navigation. And then at 276, I couldn't find one waypoint and all of the group I arrived together and was searching, searching. I come back two times. Finally, uh, we found the right way and just tried to push like hell to the finish and... Recuperate some some lost time, you know.
0: There's a lot of lot of piss and tracks everywhere, and yeah, we we already could see some marks and some were missing. And because uh, I started back fifteenth, there was many tracks all day in front, and then suddenly nothing. So we ended up sort of circling around a little bit. Quickly found the the mistake that
2: everyone else made. The Australian going on to win the stage in a time of three hours forty three minutes and ten seconds to take the overall rally lead. It was not the best start to the rally for Audi. Three-times Dakar winner Carlos Sainz dropped over two hours in today's stage, and Stefan Petterhansel, who was lying second overall, suffered major damage to the rear drivetrain of the RSQ E-tron.
5: Merci, les gars. When we started, everybody knows that. It will be not easy for us, but uh, at the end we had a problem with uh, something that didn't expect. It was just a, a problem with the suspension, with the arm. Something that we no problem at all during all the testing in Morocco everywhere. So
4: it's really a surprise, and I'm yeah, I I can't explain
5: because the place where we get this problem it was really flat. The speed was not uh, a full attack speed. You know, it was really normal speed, so with all the problems, with all the, the mistakes we learned, and now the only target will be to try to help my teammate uh, Carlos and Matthias, and if it's possible to win one stage or two stages, I don't know.
2: Nasser Alatea. Toyota. The Qataris' experience of these conditions, combined with Matthew Bamel's guidance, proved to be a winning formula.
8: Very good, you know, I'm really quite happy. I push a lot, you know, today I was really uh, sweating, you know, and uh, normally I'm not sweating, but okay, um, today we did a good job. To have a good lead for uh, day one, this will be amazing. And uh, Matthew, he did a good navigation last part. I am quite happy.
4: There were trucks everywhere, and uh, it, it was for sure difficult to, to find a way. But uh, we yeah we decided really to stick on the road book and not to to start uh, doing crazy uh, off piste things. We did a very good uh, stage and without any mistake, and this is the key because uh, all the car in front of us uh, were lost.
2: Stage two, hail to Al Khaimah. already. Today, the drivers and riders should have gone to Al-Ahtiwiya for the first half of the marathon stage, where they would have stayed overnight unassisted from their teams. Instead, that bivouac was flooded.
4: After the rain, it was very, very difficult. It was like a big motocross track, all lines everywhere.
2: Daniel Sanders. Wild start
0: to the day. It was really fast and really cloudy, so... Searching for a waypoint here. One valley
3: too far to the left.
2: Just look at Sebastian Loeb going that BRX Hunter. He's hunting down Lassau-Alatia. Gets past him. Fantastic stuff from the Frenchman.
5: It was a real match. Uh, Nasser was pushing very hard. Uh, he was opening the, the road for the cars and uh, still he was really fast. So we had to push like uh, in WRC for uh, 340 kilometers. At the end, I, I catch him so I was able to, to follow him in the dunes. It's a bit more easy when you are just behind the car. Uh, and completely at the end of the stage, uh, it was a lot of stone, so I, I tried to, to pass in front uh, to avoid the puncture. Yesterday I had two, so it was important to finish well the stage.
2: Nasser Al-Atea.
8: Hit the stone last uh, 10K. we was uh, front of sab but uh, after we need to let sub uh, go you know but okay uh, i am quite happy you know from uh, this uh, stage uh, to open all the way you know it's not easy you know because the line of the bikes was a little bit difficult for us but uh, it's good it's look like uh, we are in good way
2: breaking news from the course, and it's a disaster for Seth Quintero. It looks like the American will face a long tow back to the bivouac.
1: We were sitting there shivering for three hours on the liaison back. It's freezing cold, we have no windshields, it's wet, not a good time. Had a great day all the way up until about 45, 50 k's to go. Had a great lead and then uh, lost front diff. and when we lost front diff. That ended our day, and looks like that ended our Dakar Rally. Uh, we didn't end up finishing in the time frame. We're not going to finish the rally. I think we will be able to restart. It's now an FIA Cup. Dakar gods don't want to see me win. As soon as I get the lead, as soon as I do well, something happens.
2: BRX.
6: This is Sebastian Loeb's so uh, nine-time world champion. My name is Gus Bertelli, team principal of the BRX team. As you can see, it's fairly simple for the driver he got his seat, two buttons on the steering wheel, the dash there with all the information you need for the car. Another dash on the center console, again, that gives all the information about the engine temperatures that the driver and the co-driver will work together uh, and manage that. So the car's a big step from last year, 30 centimeters wider than the car we had last year, which gives a lot of stability to the drivers in high speed and low speed. The wheels are massive difference, we're now to 37 inch tyres compared to the 32 inch we had last year. We had a lot of punctures last year with the 32 inch tyre, so this from our testing improves a lot the puncture protection, which at the end of the day is less stage time and hopefully we'll get faster. So we've got new panels as well, so these are the new panels where the spare wheels go, so drivers and co-drivers will work together to get the spare wheel out and change the tyre in case of a puncture. They have been practicing a lot. Take about 90 seconds to do a full change, which is impressive, considering the size and the weight of these tires. With the car being wider as well, all the suspension components had to be obviously widened to fit the body of the car. Still running same fuel tank, a 500-liter fuel tank, but now running our sustainable fuel, saving 80% of gas emissions by running this sustainable fuel, which is not, you know, it's what we're trying to to bring to the sport, getting something sustainable that you know it would be. Be there for the future.
4: Very very cold this morning.
2: Stage three, loop stage, Al Kaisuma to Al Kaisuma. Basically, I'm pretty drained. Uh, we got back to the
1: bid at about four o'clock this morning, and uh, yeah, obviously really tired. But this wakes me up.
5: Sebastian Lowe. That day we broke the prop shaft to uh, have only front wheel drive since ten kilometres after the start, so we did 250 kilometres like this and the fight with Nasser will be very difficult. It's far in front, uh, we cannot keep the pressure like we, we were trying to do, but uh, that's, that's how it is.
2: In the bikes, Daniel Sanders was once again running at the front and on course for another stage victory on the Gas Gas, but he stopped in the final kilometre of the stage and dropped down the order, eventually finishing fifth. If I won the stage, uh, maybe, I don't know how much the gap was, if it
0: was three, four minutes I win by, but, you know, I'll lose this tomorrow opening for 450 kilometres, so it would be a little silly move, and I thought, you know to slow down and and play it safe, and then hopefully I get out the front tomorrow. Used my brain for once, (laughs) finally. I'm sure my mom and dad are proud.
2: (laughs) For Audi, it was a full system reset today.
4: We managed to win one stage in in the first year of this car, and I think it's really cool.
2: Carlos Sainz showed what the RSQ e-tron is really capable of. History has been made today on the Dakar
9: Rally.
4: Yeah, I'm really proud, proud of the whole team, you know, proud of everybody who has been really pushing very hard for this project.
9: My name is Stefan Dreyer. I'm head of the development at Audi Sport. And let me give you a quick tour of our car. It's the RSQ e-tron. I mean, look at it, it looks, it looks beautiful. The length is uh, four and a half meters, so a big car. The weight of the car is 2,000 kilograms. And I have to be honest on this. We are a little bit overweight as of now. So that for sure will be one of the key aspects we have to work on from the next years onwards. We want to show the future in motorsports. Therefore, we decided to have a car which has electric driven axles to use all the advantages an electric motor has to accelerate and to control the car. And when you talk to the drivers, when they tested it for the first time, They were amazed, yeah, because they can concentrate on the driving. They don't have to to shift gears because we have a single speed gearbox and full focus on driving, really good to control the power. So that that was awesome. However, the stages are so long that you have to produce the energy on board to cover the distance. Therefore, it combines a combustion engine, which is used as a generator, and the energy produced goes in the battery and from the battery to the axles. The big advantage from an electric motor is you have instant power.
2: Stage four, Al-Khaisyumar to Riyadh. It is a grueling day ahead. Physical and mental strength required.
5: It's a little bit long, you know, very, very fast. We could push uh, all the stage without taking too much risk. It was very long, so we tried to avoid the puncture, avoid the navigation mistakes.
3: We broke the car again, and I can't uh, push like uh, I want to do, so it's been a difficult day also. I try to keep positive all the days, but sometimes it's not possible.
2: In the bikes, the biggest test so far in terms of navigation. Those riders starting later in the stage at a significant advantage over the early runners.
5: Hard day. Uh, the beginning also was really, really cold. and For me, the first 100km was... Uh, my hand was frozen, so uh, I can't ride so good.
0: Daniel Sanders... I uh, landed off a June off a jump and then landed on a, on a mound and uh, yeah, that's why my face is like this. I face planted the, the navigation screen on the front and uh, yeah, it was a really rough day. It hit my head pretty hard but I was really lucky I didn't crash.
2: Danilo Petrucci.
0: My bike was working really perfectly and I really enjoyed it. Uh, then uh, after 70-80 kilometres I found uh, Santolino that helped me with the navigation and I helped him with the speed so it's really a good thing. Uh, to be at the end of the stage, because it was so long.
2: In the cars and incredibly on the longest stage of the entire rally, the top three all finished within the same minute.
8: We decided not to, to keep a good
5: pace, you know, without any risk. Just trying to, to take the good rhythm, it's... Uh, I think it's not the kind of stage where you can make big difference.
2: Stage five, loop stage, react to react. Daniel Sanders. I, I went past the same place
0: three times and it didn't validate. Stranger, because the lines. What
1: the? It didn't validate.
2: Sam Sunderland
7: hit my head and really hurt my neck and shoulder searching for one waypoint in the stones so um, yeah i was more or less in survival mode today and uh, just trying not to lose too much time and then the last part in the dunes i started to get in, a, in quite a nice rhythm so I, I pushed a bit but yeah all day was a bit rough honestly
4: I'm Tiziano Internoff from Italy, and this is my second Accord. This year, I'm here to finish. But I had a really, really bad uh, day because uh, Nani Roma passed literally over my bike. I was on a dune. Nani can't see me, and uh, his car passed on my Renata, that is the name of my bike, and uh, break the instrument tower. The exhaust, but first of all, the gas control. So I had no gas. I have no mechanics with me, no assistance. So David uh, came down with the helicopter to help me. We take some uh, zip belt and uh, some metal, we create a sort of ring to. Use the gas with finger. And I tried to finish the last uh, 100 km of dunes, and uh, I made it. Nani Roma uh, paid for me all the spare parts, so thanks, Nani. I want only to enjoy this incredible journey, not race.
2: Wow, Incredibly, Danilo Petrucci, the MotoGP star, has taken his first ever Dakar Rally stage win. S- sincerely, I cannot,
0: cannot have a lot of words because I have to realize what what's going on.
2: Stage six, loop stage, Riyadh to Riyadh. While Nasser Aletier only finished 10th today, Sebastian Loeb got lost early on in the stage and dropped another big chunk of time.
8: We are quite happy, you know, to, to finish uh, the first week of,
5: uh, of Dakar, you know, with a good lead. It was a complicated day. Uh, we get lost uh, after the Kilometer 100, something like this, so uh, we lost uh, quite a lot of time and we'll see, uh, it's still a long way to go. So we continue to to push and try to do some good stages and we'll see. Daniel Sanders. There's a few riders who were complaining about
0: wanting to stop the race with the stage because they said it was too dangerous.
2: Riding on the same tracks that the four-wheeled vehicles used yesterday, the stage was in extremely poor condition. Kevin Benavides.
5: The stage was completely, completely destroyed. Really, really bad. A lot of riders, I think, they crashed, was really dangerous. So, they stopped the race, I think, was the, the smarter decision they take.
7: Our sport is already quite dangerous and uh, a day like today after the trucks is, is much too much. You just play Russian Roulette and uh, you can't see nothing and so many huge rocks and stones. Um, I, I like my, my sport and I like my job, but I don't want to play with my life. And today is uh, not, not possible like that. It's, it's much too much dangerous.
8: We leave the fence and go right Cup
2: in 300. In the lightweights, Cristina Gutierrez has had her best day so far on this year's Dakar, finishing second in the stage. She now lies third overall and is on course for a podium.
3: For us, it was good because the navigation was perfect and also the driving is perfect. Everything is good at the moment, so we need to take care and to try to to do our best in the the next week. Meanwhile,
2: Seth Quintero is doing a good job of ignoring the fact that he can no longer take the overall race win following his stage two retirement.
1: I have learned the more fun that I have, the faster I go, and right now I'm having a lot of fun, so it's getting dangerous. Uh, Yeah, we had a great stage. Uh, Really no mistakes. Uh, We lost brakes at 150, 160 k's to go, I think. That was scary. Uh, it really just bounces the reverend limiter the whole way here, trying to slow the thing down, just using engine braking. Uh, but yeah, looks like we still managed to somehow pull time. Um, I'm gonna be real, I drove like an idiot. I probably shouldn't have drove like that, but we're here, we're safe, and we got the wind, so it is what it is, and we're gonna head into rest day, and get a good night's sleep, and relax.
2: Going into the rest day, Nasser Aleti remains in charge. His lead, now nearly 50 minutes in the cars
8: the second week of Dakar. We need to, every day, uh, good run without any mistake or without any problem, you know? And I
1: hope it will be our time.
5: The fight with Nasser will be very difficult. It's far in front.
1: First week of our Dakar this year has been probably one of the most heartbreaking
2: and one of the most rewarding Dakars uh, that's probably gonna ever happen to me. In the bikes, the competition has been fierce with four different stage winners since we left Jeddah.
7: Leading is always
0: nice, but doesn't mean so much with uh, six long days in front of us. It feels like
4: a new race because like two and a half minutes is like nothing. After the second, third day, your body starts to get used to the bike. For sure, I didn't expect
0: it was so tough, so long. Just get through today, we got rest day tomorrow.
4: We knew it was going to be difficult uh, the first year of the race there is a performance and there also there is a, really a pleasure to drive the car with this electric engine. So this is really a positive point. I think we both of us, we are very encouraged about the potential of the car. Apart from the problems, the pace is there. And for the first year, I'm personally very pleased. Stage seven,
2: React to Aldo Wadumi. A tough day of navigation ahead for the riders and drivers and the scenery was as stunning as the action.
5: Only half of the rally is done, so we try to push today.
2: But it remains Nasser Alatia firmly in control of the car category, second fastest today and on course for his first Saudi Arabian Dakar victory.
8: There is no strategy, you know. We need to be in good base every day without any relax. But okay, uh, if we can win, we'll be good also, you know. It's not, not bad. Just we try to do our best.
2: Sad news today, though. Daniel Sanders is out of this year's Dakar after coming off the bike on the road section and picking up an arm injury.
0: Just a little update at the hospital. I had a crash yesterday on the road section, going to the stage. Unfortunately, it was really dark in the morning and, uh, I was just about to pass a car and then, and then saw this, uh, coming up at me at 120 k's an hour and then slammed the front brakes on and, uh, that just immediately dropped the front end and I slid across the, um, the road, collided with this, uh, this curb that was, I don't know, maybe a foot off the ground or something. Really, really lucky to be Alive, thankfully, the team were right behind me and um, some riders that stopped. Um, I'll be back for sure next year. Peace out.
2: It is impossible to call in the bike category, isn't it? This one is gonna go right down to the wire.
7: Bit of a rough day. Started out, yeah, bad for, for Sanders, having a crash on the liaison then the stage was really, really difficult, a lot of navigation, so not ideal to start in front, and where the rains have passed through, so many of the tracks are washed away. It's a bit of a casino, you just flip a coin and, and hope it's that one, and honestly, it's a bit frustrating.
2: Matthias
4: I lose a lot of time, but in the end, yeah, this this is the game that when you uh, starting in front, you lose when you start in the back, normally you win, but yeah, it's five more long days to go.
3: Cristina Gutierrez. We have some troubles with the navigation, uh, like everyone I think, because it's very tricky, because they don't have marks, uh, the wind uh, lifts everything, so I had another puncher, so it's a shame because we we did a very good job in the States. Stage eight, out
2: the Wadi to Wadi here It was a good day today for Audi.
5: There is really a pleasure to drive the car with this electric engine, so this is really a positive point.
2: Matthias Ekström was on fire today and with a good road position, he went on to take his first ever Dakar stage win, which also marked Audi's first 1-2 in a Dakar stage.
4: It's always great when you have a uh, success. I mean, we're all fighting to, to have a good result. For Emil and for myself, we feel like the rookies here. In the bikes, starting 27th on
2: the road after dropping a lot of time yesterday, the pressure was on Sam Sunderland on the gas gas.
7: Honestly, I gave my all all day and um, tried to recuperate some time. Um, I had a few crashes in the dunes this morning where I was perhaps riding a little bit too much but um, yeah, settled down after
8: the refueling and uh, got a, a good rhythm.
2: 350
8: kilometer. we have one puncture and then we have only front wheel drive because we broke the rear and I was really uh, scared uh, all the way, you know. But uh, the last part, I said, I don't care, you know, the last 50 kilometers, I will try to push a little bit. But it was not easy, you know, because with the front wheel and, uh, but okay, I'm really uh, lucky to be here, you know, and uh, we
1: lose only seven minutes from SAP. Sure, there's definitely uh, no teamwork around here. We're all uh, definitely fighting for our own goals. Uh, Christina's still in the overall, so hopefully she uh, keeps climbing up those ranks and I'm obviously in the hunt to uh, break the record for most stage wins. So, yeah, uh, we got a few stages to go and uh, we need a few more to break the record. So hopefully we can get these and uh, click that record off.
0: Sometimes I ask myself this too, why I do
5: this? When you are on the desert, it's amazing.
3: Mini life in uh, 14 days.
4: The Dakar is a challenge for any driver. This is probably the hardest race in the world
3: the hardest uh, race on the world. Start dunes and then off track. We got this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in 400 meters, you're going to be joining your road square right and then leaving at medium left to cap 350. Yeah, 100 meters, summit, double caution, big rocks. Big ropes, cap 277, and in 380 meters, cap 293. Average. Twisty. speed. Oh, that was not a good one. Not a good one. Slower there. Stage 9, loop stage.
2: Wadi Ad Dawasir to Wadi Ad Dawasir. Sam Sunderland, who won yesterday's stage, was tasked with opening the road today, which meant navigating alone. Inevitably, he lost time.
7: It was quite difficult to to open the stage, especially in the dunes, because the sunlight was quite bad, and you couldn't really see uh, where the drops were, but no, honestly, I really tried to focus on my navigation, and it was pretty difficult again today. Um, But yeah, it was not so bad, considering I had to open the stage.
2: There was nothing in it all day in the cars. Janil de Villiers winning by just nine seconds from teammate Hank Lattigan. Nasser Alatia finishing third, making it a Toyota top three. We are quite happy,
8: you know. Toyota, it's looked today uh, in good shape, you know, first and second and third. Well, we are quite happy today. Stage 10, Wadi here to Bisha. I don't want to, to have any uh, risk or any uh, push, you know, just I need to have a good pace. Uh, doesn't matter if I lose two or three minutes.
2: in the bike category which saw toby price take his first stage win of this year's dakar rally
0: it's been a really good day so happy day
2: sam sunderland
7: when the times are so close everybody's wondering what's going to happen during the next days and nobody really can be sure so you just do your best and uh, i think everyone's in the the same position not really sure if they should push or try and be strategic for the next day and in the end, you just do what you think is best for
2: you and hope that it works in your favour. Kevin Benavides on the factory KTM retired from the rally today when his engine let go.
5: It's really sad, you know. We push all days, so We risk a lot just to be in the front, to try to, to, to fight. I also I want to, to defend that number one. We did also... Good job all the year, and then in one second, everything is, is out. So, yeah, I feel so bad.
2: Sebastian Lowe.
5: We cannot try more than what we are doing now. Uh, we are pushing uh, at the maximum all the stages, uh, trying our best, and uh, the gap is too big. We
8: lose only one minute from SAP, you know. Tomorrow it's a good road position for us, and uh, we are quite happy.
2: Stage 11, loop stage, Bisha to
8: Bisha. It's okay. Uh, we are in good way, you know, tomorrow's the shortest stage. It's very important to win this race. I respect my team, you know, and uh, every day uh, we have a good uh, car. Our tute is working very well, you know, and uh, yeah, we are looking for the finish line.
5: We are uh, really chasing and, and doing some, uh, some good uh, times, so... It's so it is, uh, second uh,
4: at the moment, it's not so bad.
2: In the cars, it was another dominant day for Carlos Sainz in the Audi. It's
4: really, really difficult stage. You have everything, camel grass, dunes, navigation, river beds
2: Finishing today second fastest with just one stage remaining, Sunderland now leads by just under seven minutes with one stage to go. Honestly,
7: it's just been do your best and maximum attack every day because you just got to do your best at all times. And then, like from the descriptions of the stage from the organisation, we kind of came up with a plan that day 11 was going to be pretty tough, but. Everyone's got the same information, so everyone played the same strategy.
2: Seth Quintero, we are
1: now the sole record holders of the most wins in a single Dakar, which is absolutely mind blowing. We came here trying to break the record of being the youngest to ever win a Dakar, and uh, looks like we're gonna break that record. So, unfortunately, we're gonna have to wait on the other record. Last year we broke a record being the youngest to ever win a stage. This year we broke a record, uh, being the you know winning the most stages in a single Dakar, and hopefully next year we can break the record of uh, being the youngest to ever win it. So. We're, uh, you know, just trying to break a few records, I guess.
2: Stage 12, Bisha to Jeddah.
1: Of course, uh, I
8: am
2: still nervous, you know, today. It's what we work for, it's what everyone works for all year. It is the final stage of the Dakar Rally 2022. We are back in Jeddah, the place where it all started two weeks ago.
5: We cannot try more than what we are doing now. Just
8: to enjoy the last 160K.
3: We try to push, we try to push. A little bit nervous maybe, but I feel okay.
0: Pray and hope that the guys in front would make a mistake.
4: Honestly, I'm frankly talking, it was already a victory to be at the start.
1: This past two weeks, it's been quite the adventure. Try to do my best. A little bit stressful and... um... I'm just
7: going
8: to try and do the same as I've been doing. We are still in the race. We don't really need to panic. I can catch up some time. I feel very competitive. I hope it will be our time. The race is not done
7: until you cross that chequered flag.
2: Nothing to risk, and time in hand, Sunderland ploughed on, eventually finishing the stage three and a half minutes down on Quintanilla. But it was enough to confirm the
7: win. You can't imagine the stress. The ten minutes that I was waiting here until they told me I'd won was um, a bit nerve-wracking. But I think it feels even better than the first, honestly, because it's been five years now. and. Five years is a long time to wait, and of course it's nice, two different colours, one on KTM and one on a Gas Gas, and uh, oh, this day will uh, stay in my memories forever for sure.
2: Today is a very big day for Nasser Al-Atea.
8: It was amazing Dakar for us and uh, it's possible anyone can win here, you know, but uh, we did a good job. Uh, we are quite happy, you know, Thank for everybody, Thank for all the support. This was very important for me because uh, it's here in our region, you know, and uh, I'm so happy.
2: Early favourite Seth Quintero was ruled out of the overall Dakar win on stage two after suffering mechanical issues and picking up ten hours of penalties.
1: Looks like we ended up getting our 12th win of the the rally. Obviously, it's amazing, but I'm also a little bummed out just because we're not in the overall, but we won just about every single stage. So it's been uh, quite the ride.
2: And so that's it. Another Dakar done. It has been a spectacular event. And congratulations to everyone who made it to the finish and tackled this epic adventure. Finally, I
7: started my first Dakar. Just tried to push like hell to the finish. Today, I was really uh...
1: Sweating. My hand was frozen so uh, I can't ride it's so good. The Dakar guards don't want to see me win. I had no gas.
0: Used my brain for once. <laughs> Finally, I'm sure my mom and dad are proud.
2: <laughs> Just look at Sebastian Love in that BRX hunter. He's hunting down Nasserella. Yes. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. I face planted the navigation screen.
1: This is pretty drained. Uh, we got back to the bidwag at about four o'clock this morning
5: to have only front wheel drive since 10km after the start.
4: We managed to win one stage in in the first year of this car and I think it's really cool.
0: Yeah, it was a really rough day, it hit my head pretty hard but I was really lucky I didn't crash.
5: A lot of riders I think they crashed, it was really dangerous.
7: I like my my sport and I like my job, but I don't want to play with my life.
5: We forget the negative and just focus on the positive. When we found the
7: McDonald's in the desert, so we went
8: there for the McDrive, took an ice cream. I don't know, my head is exploded, you know? First and second and third, we are quite happy today.
4: The pace is there, and for the first year, I'm personally very pleased.
5: For next year, we need to be able to win.
8: It's very important to win this race.